Hello Tribe! Thank you for joining us in the Free Writer's Dungeon. I am your host Greg Diggs and today we will be displaying the first chapter of Tales of Elhan I. For those on the podcast, that'll be pronounced Elhan I. This wonderful piece was written and submitted by Nicole Patrice Thomas. She is a talented young adult and children's author. For more information about Nicole and her work, please visit her website at http colon slash slash Now please sit back, relax, and don't forget to subscribe. The Free Writer's Dungeon presents, Tales of Elani. Chapter 1 We were supposed to die together, my love and I but here I lay among the winter leaves and skeletal branches, alone, but not quite. I can still sense his heartbeat within me. The child lives, but not for long. I didn't he have the strength to erect a shield fast enough, and one arrow met its mark. He de-shot me in the back. The coward. Even now, I can feel the point of it grazing the inside of my large belly as I drift off. Into the past. Six months earlier. Coming for breakfast my love? My son needs to grow strong, and you are wasting away before my very eyes. It seems like only yesterday that we deep in married, not twenty wonderful, though childless, years. What I carry now is a miracle, and I made a promise to the one that I would not speak until his birth. Regardless, my husband and I are true soulmates, so telepathy is one of our gifts. No husband, I have developed an aversion to the scent of the dining hall of late. I'll have the cook bring me porridge or soup. But you go and enjoy. Give my wishes to your sister and nephew. As you wish dear. I will return shortly, and we can take a walk through your garden. The season is changing and the leaves have turned the most wonderful shades of bronze and gold. The fresh air will do you both much good. And if you get too tired, I can still carry you. Like I did so many years ago over this very threshold. He cups my face, and I lean into him. Alana, my love for you grows tenfold each day. And I you, my king. I will look forward to it. Only, he never returns. I feel the moment our bond shatters as though my very soul has been ripped from me. The last thoughts I receive from him are, we are betrayed. Devana. Run Alana, run. And run I do. From the moment the oracle had predicted that a son would be born to us, my sister-in-law Devana had grown cold towards me. When her son, David, had been heir to the throne, we had been the best of friends. Alas, no longer. In secret, I had a small pack prepared for both my husband and I, should the need ever arise. Sadly, as fate would have it, I alone have need of it now. I linger only long enough to cast a spell of my likeness reclining in the bed, before. Slipping through the secret door in our chambers. This is not the walk through the gardens my husband promised, nevertheless, it is a walk I must take. Shrouded in the Oracle's enchanted cloak, my footsteps can neither be heard nor followed. As I race through the gardens, soldiers repeatedly cross my path, swords drawn, sometimes barely an arm's reach away. The forest loomed ahead, casting one final gaze behind me to my home, Nuru Manor, named for the light we believed in. The encroaching fog blotting out the light just as Devana's darkness sought to blot out the light I carried with me. Stepping off our lands I knew only another enchantress would be able to locate me, and with much effort. For I, Alana Bearclaw, am queen and high priestess of Elani. Not many are born with gifts, and even fewer are knowledgeable enough to be able to wield them. Although my parents' gifts had been weak, somehow I had been born with an abundance of them. One special gift had been revealed to me, 
the knowledge that this child would be gifted as well. I had foreseen great strength, as had the oracle. The last time we spoke her words had been a warning. Mistress, this child will possess power like none have seen since the days of Elrond. You must have a care. There are those who will seek to destroy him, before and after his birth. I have prepared this cloak for you should you have need. It will hide your existence, as long as I live. I had bowed my head in acknowledgement. Though my heart had pounded with fear, I had accepted the garment and hid it in our chamber. That night, the internal conversation between my love and I had been quite strained. Kaysen, what the oracle told me is true. I can feel it. We must consider the threats. Rest easy. No one would dare harm either of you while I live. I will assign another guard or ten to dispense this fear if you wish. What about Acronius? He is the most skilled man we have. No, be serious, his loyalty lies with your sister and his propensity for violence is unsettling. You are not even listening. What of Devana? Are you not concerned she will try to keep her son as heir? This child is a direct threat to hers. You know she has always coveted the crown. Devana wouldn't dare. I believe she would. You are aware she has started dabbling with the dark arts. Only as a hobby, she has no natural born gifting, and seeks only two. To usurp your throne through her son and align herself with our enemies. Calm down my love, I hear you, and we'll look into it. Do not stress yourself or the child. I will handle it. See that you do. Now, come rub my belly. You have upset your child, and he is kicking me in protest. Ah. Now that is something I can do, my cherished one. Hello little one. Little Ulrich. That would bring us to a close with today's episode, but I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it. We plan on releasing more content from our fellow creators soon and we look forward to more collaborations. As always, I hope you have a wonderful day and stay safe. See you next time. Thank you.